Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To another edition of the Just Press Play podcast, Kevin here, joined by Pops and Uncle Tony. What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's all good. It's all good here in the neighborhood. We are um, we are what uh, not halfway, so we're we're week seven, so we're we still got a little ways for a halfway. But uh, the NFL, I don't. We, I, we've talked about this quite a bit. We don't know what teams are good, what teams are bad. It's kind of confusing. And um, I actually want to start off the podcast by. Going back to a wise, uh, a wise saying once said by a very wise quarterback that's well thought of here on the the um, podcast, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Let's all take some drugs to clear. Oh wait, no, not that saying, not that saying. R E L A X. Okay, we're going to do the relaxed one. So every year, I feel like we um, we talk about, oh, this is crazy. Who, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in the NFL? I never would have had this week seven, which is true. But this happens every single year. We do this every year where it's like, oh, we know who the after week seven or eight, somewhere around this time, we're like, we know the best. And we know this team's a bust and they're not going to be good. And I was going back and looking where we were this time last year. So the 2021 Chiefs last year were three and four coming off of a 27-3 loss to the Titans in week seven. I'm sure if we go back to our archives, we were really worried about the Chiefs. We were worried if the, the NFL figured out their offense and they're not good. Well, they they went on to win nine out of ten, made it to the AFC Championship. Looked like they were going to win the AFC Championship before uh, giving up that big comeback to the Bengals. Then you look at the 49ers last year, three and five after losing by two touchdowns to then eight and one Cardinals. Well, they went on to win seven out of nine and made it to the NFC Championship. I'm sure we didn't see that coming after Week Seven. And then you got the, the the Cardinals. They after week seven, they were seven and zero, and we thought, "Wow, Cliff and Kyler and DeAndre, they're so great." We all know how that worked out. They did not do very well. They lost six out of the final ten and lost in the wild card. So this happens. I don't know what to make about it, but who who I, what we're going to do here on this podcast? Kind of go back over who we picked for division round, divisional uh, standings, and see if we were right, wrong, and if we still feel like we're going to be right, but. What's the biggest shocker to this point to you, Tony's team? Wow. The, the, I didn't give you all this preface you with this question before we got no, on. So it's kind of, no, good question, though. It's a good question. Uh, in a positive standpoint, 
I, it could be, yeah, it could be good or bad. It doesn't necessarily need to be a disappointment. Um, yeah, I am. I'm shocked at how well the New York Jets are playing. I, and, I, and I just feel like I say that and it's, oh, that's an easy question. You know, that's an easy answer. You're taking the easy way out. But I mean, that's just did not, did not see that. And, uh, so they're, they're doing really well. And then on the flip side, I did, I did not see the Indianapolis Colts being this bad of a team, even though they're only one game under 500 with a, with a tie. They're, they're not good. And they, um, they're benching. Um, Matt Harris. Ryan for Sam El- Ellinger or Ellinger. Ellinger. I think it's Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. yeah. It, that was a shocking benching. Yeah. The Colts, I didn't expect them to be like, I didn't think the Matt Ryan move made them like legit, legit contenders, but I felt like I was pretty confident they were playoff team. Yeah. Like they were decent. There's, and, there's and one they other, still might be. Yeah. There's one other, but I'm going to leave that for you guys. The, um, the Jets, let me look back at it. So, I too am surprised by the Jets, but I don't want to get. And, and maybe I'm poo pooing on the Jets. I just don't know what right now. I don't know what this year is doing for them, because Zach Wilson still has not shown me he's the guy. But they're winning enough games to where they're they're not going to be able to draft a guy in the playoffs or in the in the draft. So I, I, I don't know them and the Giants both, and that might be one of the the big surprises for me. But them and the Giants both, I think. I'm really impressed with what they're doing, and it's a good job by Sala and Dable, but it almost isn't great for the franchise because I don't think either one of them have a quarterback long term. I don't know, Pops, where do you stand on that? Well, uh, now, where do I stand on on uh, that? Specifically, yeah, we're, they're winning a lot, but they're not going to win a Super Bowl this year, no, either one of them. No, no, no. I, I will say I think the Jets, I think they really have some talent. I like their coach. I really like their coach. Um, I, I well, I hated that Brees Hall got hurt. Man, Brees Hall was looking good. Like it was literally, uh, I was watching with some friends, and he had that big run, and we kind of looked at each other and we we're like, Brees Hall is a guy. This like, is this for real, is a real running back. Yeah, he's not yeah. just a flash in the pan. And then a few plays later, he tears So that one sucks. That sucked. But 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 I I think the Jets. I think they're going in the right direction. I think they have the right coach. Finally, I think you're right on Zach Wilson. But I mean, you know, you got to give him this year. Uh, well, and I want to clarify. I haven't. I don't think Zach Wilson for sure is bad. I just don't. Yeah, we don't know. If they still mess out. around and win ten games, you kind of got to move your chips in the middle because they they're at a point where they have the quarterback on a rookie contract, and so if they think Zach Wilson might be the guy, then you start trading picks and you start going all in on it because now it's the time to kind of strike gold, like like the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson at the beginning. Um, Daniel Jones. I definitely don't think it's the guy. They just I think Daniel Jones is winning games kind of the sim a similar way that Cooper Rush is winning games. Now he's running more and that's helping a lot, but he's he's just not which is weird to say because he was turning the ball over left and right previously in his career, but he's not throwing picks and he hadn't fumbled all year. But the Giants are the first team in NFL history to start six and one or better, and each of their first seven games are decided by one possession. So like Yeah, that's crazy. it's six and one, but could be six, one and six. And I think that's day ball. I think that just means that's, I think, where both of y'all were getting at. Both New York teams did find a coach, I think. I yeah, think I, do two coaches. I do too. Wow. I do too. Where's your most surprising team? Real, real quick, and I will get to that. But did you hear uh, what Peter Schrager, uh, he told a little story on Daniel Jones. Um, I don't know if you heard that. It was on, I can't remember whose pod it was on. But, Maybe uh, Rosillo. 
it may have been Rosillo. I think he was on Rosillo this past week. But he, you know, I guess he's friends with with a lot of the coaches. Anyway, he talked to Joe Judge after uh, he got fired, and he he said, "Man, what what's your what's your uh, take on on the season?" He said, "I'll tell you one thing: Daniel Jones is one tough son of a bitch." And that was his first statement. You know, he said the guys in the in the, in the locker room love him. I mean, he you know I don't know that he's that talented, but he said. He is one tough sob, and and I thought that that's a lot coming from a coach, and I mean that gets a lot of respect in the league. Um, I, I don't think he's going to be a starter. You know, he's not a Phil Sims who Phil Sims was a tough sob, yeah, uh, for sure. One of the toughest guys I've ever seen uh, play that position, honestly. But it was just interesting to hear that, and I, you know, I'd like to see Daniel Jones have a little success. I'm, I'm kind of I find myself rooting for him, to be honest. I a little, I, I did too, a little bit, just because he, I do think he's a, I think what really screwed him is the, the Giants just overdrafted him when they, where they took him. Mm-hmm. And so ever since his career started, he's been graded as he should be a franchise quarterback. And if he got drafted in the second round, we'd be talking totally different about his career. Like, oh, he's not Good bad point. at all. Good point. Yeah. Um, my Where's surprises, the biggest surprise for you? Yeah, Good my surprises. This is going to sound weird, but I, I really kind of think. The Dallas Cowboys are my my good surprise because boy, that first week they they got beat, and Dak didn't play real well, and then he got hurt, and here we are, you know, in in the we're in it. I mean, Dallas is in the the picture, um, so that's my 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 good surprise, uh, I would say. And and I'm Micah Parsons. God, I love to watch that guy play football. I mean, I truly like to watch defense now and watch this guy play football. So- I mean, we've made the comparisons over and over again, but and I'm, I'm biased, so I definitely like watching defense with him. But I, I think if he was on any team, I would really I'm ex, I'm excited when the Cowboys play defense because that guy. <laughs> Me too. Did y'all see the play? So um, NFL Next Gen did the stats on it. There was a there was like a screen play where he's he's rushing. They throw the screen out, so he's now behind the play, and he just hightails it, tackles. I don't know if it's Hawkinson. It was a tight end for the Lions. And tackles him at the one, and we the Cowboys end up holding him out of a touchdown for that drive. And they did the stats. He ran like 21 miles per hour on that play. Was the fastest player on the, maybe the fastest player for the past week. He is insane that he he can do every single position, and also is maybe the most athletic guy on the field every time he steps on it. Yeah, which oh. is just I truly like watch. I don't know if this is what Lawrence Taylor is like watching football. I know that's kind of the comparison people give to him, but Michael Parsons plays every position. And plays it really well. Plays it better than really well. I mean, he's. I, th- I think he's really sincerely got a chance for MVP this year because I don't see a quarterback just running away with it yet. It's early, as you alluded to. It's very early, um, but it, it is that is a narrative based award, and at, whether good or bad, sometimes it's it's annoying. But the Cowboys create narrative just because they are the Cowboys. And if they mess around and are a top seed, I think Michael Parsons, who you point to, the problem is, is I also think Josh Allen's he's on pace to break right. the record for passing yards on a season, and right. he does not have an MVP yet. It's not like if Mahomes did that, you're like well, he has one, and I could see the voters maybe shifting somewhere else. Josh Allen doesn't have; he has everything but a Super Bowl and MVP. It's, we regard him as a Mahomes and Rodgers and Brady kind of, but he doesn't have those accolades. Tony, where do you? Just Michael Parsons and then also just the thought of MVP conversation. Yeah, it is early for that, but I, I think he could be. Yeah. It, 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 and we talked about this last year when we talked about Aaron Donald. You know, 
such a yeah. difference maker. And mm-hmm. you want to watch the game just to see what Aaron Donald does. And I think that's the same thing you're seeing now with Micah Parsons. And that doesn't normally happen with a with a defensive uh, player. But yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. I don't know the statistics for where he is right now as far as number of sacks in the league. Is he at the top or in the top five? He's not at the top, but he's in the top five. The interesting okay. thing is, and they did a stat he's last number week, three. Okay. He's is Judon at the top? It's still, Matthews, or? Judon, Bosa, uh, Tony's favorite guy. Uh, well, any Bosa is Tony's favorite guy. And then Parsons, and then Highsmith and Von Miller. Another but the guy. interesting Von thing Miller's is Parsons, I think, rushes the passer on <clears throat> 65-ish percent of downs. I, that, that probably changed. I, was, I saw it two weeks ago. But in those other guys – Rush the pasture on like ninety five percent. Like they are, that's what they do. Is they're pass rushers every time. So Parsons is he? He's that's why. I, that's why I just think he's such a weapon for Dan yeah. Quinn. Is because when they put him at middle, he's a good coverage linebacker. He's like if he only did that, we'd probably go. He's just a great middle linebacker. But then when they put him at edge, he's just like Matthew Judon at edge. And you, just to have that Swiss Army knife is. Dan Quinn's got to love it. That might be the only reason he didn't leave for a head coaching job this past offseason. Yeah. I- well, I'll, on the as far as MVP, that's the only thing that concerns me is that's the sexy statistic and right. uh, is sacks. And if he doesn't lead the league in Better sacks, picks. I I don't think he's going to be the MVP. Yeah, yeah. Um, you said um, my my surprising team though is is by far to me, um, and it's a good surprising because we we're going to get into um, Bucks and Packers, but. That was my bad. Bay, Bay of Pigs, the, yeah. Bucks yeah, Bay. you pick which one you want out of those two. Uh, the Seahawks. I have to just Fair own enough. up to it. Yeah. I yeah. thought – I've been saying since before week one and then after week one they, when they beat Denver, I think I might have been on the podcast saying I think they go 1-16. and 16. I think they fluked everybody. That was – they're not good. They just kind of got hyped up for the Russell Wilson game. And Pete Carroll's done it. I mean, that they run hard. Before Penny went out, Penny was running good. And then Kenneth Walker, the same way we're talking about Brees Hall – Walker might be a guy, and then they got decent receivers. And the defense, you don't know any of their names, but they're playing well. I mean, they're playing really good on that side of the football. I yeah, I don't think they're like going to win. Like they're a contender to, to to win anything big, but just I thought that was a dumpster fire. And now it looks like they may have fleeced the Broncos on that Russell Wilson trade. And yeah. they just they play hard. They play I've heard that football. Russell Wilson trade be referred to as the new Herschel Walker trade. You know, so the new Herschel Walker. Trade. I think yeah. it's early to say it, but it does at this juncture right now. It does look that way. Yeah. yeah. And again, I, I want to say this, and I don't want to say this to justify the fact that I took Russell Wilson in three of my redraft leagues this year. Me too. Football, but I I think we have the complete paradigm shift. Because when Tom Brady left Bill Belichick, everybody's like, oh, it's Brady. Look at Brady winning Super Bowl. It's Brady. It's not Belichick. And and now it's a flip because I was thinking, okay, yeah, Russell Wilson, he's going to be good wherever he goes. Uh, Pete Carroll's holding him down when he's not going to do well. And now it's like, oh, I guess Pete Carroll was the, the, the mad genius. And Russell Wilson is the guy that was over the hill. And so, you know, it's kind of like, damn, that's the complete opposite of the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> well, it's funny, and, and like we said off the top, just what we think now might be totally wrong by the time we end the regular season. But it could be. Everybody thought Russell Wilson just needs an offense that'll let Russ cook. That's the joke everyone says. Like, mm-hmm. let Russ cook. That's what we got to do. And all of a sudden, Geno Smith comes in and goes, "I'll just do 
exactly what y'all wanted Russell Wilson to do. I'm just going to do that. I'll, I'll use my athleticism when needed, but I'll just do – I'll run the offense. And it's like, oh, like, like, that kind of works. Yeah. It's working pretty well. <laughs> working pretty well. <laughs> Turns out um, the sous chef was the best chef in town right there. Yeah. Gino, speaking Gino's of, the actual speaking of, mm-hmm. speaking of Russell Wilson, um, did y'all hear about the reports? They're, they're flying to London. They got a London oh, game coming this, this weekend. Is, yes. Uh, so – Russell Wilson was asked, one, he's expecting, he says he's planning on playing. He wants to play, blah, blah, blah. And then they asked him about the plane ride. And he goes, one, he said, layovers don't affect him. He doesn't, he doesn't get affected by layovers anymore. He, he's learned how to treat, work his body. And then he said, I worked out and stretched for four of the eight hours on the flight from Denver to London and said he was doing high knees in the aisles when the rest of the guys were asleep. And then he said, for three of the other hours, he was watching film. He might have slept for an hour, give or take, but he doesn't really sleep much. I just think Russell Wilson doesn't realize this. He's annoying. He's annoying. He makes annoying. me want to. <laughs> and this gets out to all the reporters because Russell Wilson makes it known. It's the same way. I remember this when he had his hurt thumb. I think it was last year. And they asked, like, he came back early. And we were all going to just praise him for, like, wow, wait a minute really go through the rehab. And then he like gave a detailed report to Adam Schefter or somebody about what his rehab was like. And he like, was like 22 hours of the day I was rehabbing. I took naps in between. Like he gave like this detailed thing. I'm like, you don't have to sound superhuman. We all think you're awesome at football already. Just, just shut up sometimes. He doesn't have anybody <laughs> in his life to be like, Hey, just shut up. Just, it's cool. It's cool. Just play better. And then you can talk. Um, let's get into division talk here. All right. Y'all want to start NFC or AFC? AFC. 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 All right. Uh, let's go. We'll start with this one because I think it'll be uh, rather quick. But uh, AFC, <laughs> was it unanimous where we went with that one? AFC East? Duh, Bills. It, we are the smartest motherfuckers on the planet right there. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. Listen to this podcast. And we're, I don't know if we're halfway through, so maybe keep listening. But turn that <laughs> all the volume down and you'll just go, these guys are the smartest people on, on podcast. On uh, Earth. Speaking of. A guy who was widely renowned as the smartest coach in in football, best coach maybe ever. What the hell is going on in New England? That Monday night was a shit show. Yeah, it was. That is that was one. Of the that looked like a Mike McCarthy special, not a not a Bill <laughs> yeah. Belichick. No, I. The best part of that game was listening to to Bill Burr and Vince Vaughn in the second half with Peyton and Eli, <laughs> and th- they were awesome. Uh, and Vince Vaughn showing pictures of him in the that in the movie Rudy, and then Bill Burr trying yeah. not to cuss on air. It was hilarious. Golly, I wish I'd have thought about that and flipped over there because I would. I didn't. Oh even, yeah, it yeah. was much better. Yeah, <laughs> it was much way better. better. <laughs> I I've never. Like, I, I, I will say this: it, 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 I've never seen Bill Belichick have trouble with a quarterback like he had that Monday night. I've never seen him do that. It's like, hey, we're going with this guy. He's the guy that I thought we were going to use in practice. We're going to stick with him. Unless he's hurt, he's staying in. Then they flip-flopped, and then Zappy w- was terrible. And well, anyway. It was just the way they mishandled it to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know Belichick loves the vagueness, and he loves to try to surprise people, but they gained nothing from not naming a starter except for their whole locker room didn't know what was going on because – the only reason you do that whole like well, I don't know who's the starter, who it could be, is if the two guys bring something different to the table. I mean, Zappy and Mac Jones, one maybe better than the other, and we can have that conversation for another day. But they're very similar quarterbacks. They're not. They're mobile enough to maybe get out of the pocket, but they're not like it's not like you're going 
Robert Griffin or Kirk Cousins, where it's two totally different offenses. This is the same kind of guy. And I just I think it screwed up. So you Mac is now getting booed at one point in his home stadium. And then Zappy comes in, has a couple of drives, and now Zappy plays terrible in the third quarter. And I just I just Bill Belichick's smarter than this. Half the half the battle is a psychological psychological thing. And now neither one knows which one's their quarterback. And I guess I've read now that they're going back to Mac Jones next week, supposedly. Yeah. That was the plan all along was to play both of them. They would have brought Mac back, but the game was out of hand on Monday night. It just pops. It was weird to see Bill Belichick just totally well, fumble. When did, uh, and, and kind of alluding back to the Michael Parsons thing, did you see his little tweet about Mac Jones kicking the guy in the ding ding? I mean, what what <laughs> is up with what is up with that? That that is kind of bullshit. I mean, what Mac Jones did sliding yeah. down, putting his foot up, going to cleat the guy right in the ding ding. It's <laughs> possible that was on accident, but defensive players get penalized for like any and everything for breathing. And on Mac him. Jones' leg was pretty. Po- it was pointed up pretty high to the sky. It was pointed right at the ding ding. I'm just telling you, that's that's Can bullshit. You tell he's I- been hanging around with a three and a half year old last week. on his ding ding. Well, oh I'm just some I, somebody's. There's a defender that's going to pay him back for that. Uh, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they didn't bring him back in the second half because because he got benched <laughs> right after that. Actually, because yeah, yeah Bailey Zappi doesn't kick boys in the ding ding. So there you go. <laughs> they're like Mac for your own good. We're not bringing you back in because someone's going to bench uh, you. They're going. Somebody's going to make you a eunuch if you're not careful. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> They're going. Uh, all right, let's game. move on. <laughs> well, I hope uh, Brisker, who's a, a good safety for the for the uh, for the Bears, I hope they're. I hope he's all good down south. Let's go up north to the AFC and talk to AFC North here. Uh, Lift. I'm showing that you had Baltimore. I did. I had Cincinnati. <clears throat> LJ had Cincinnati. Tony had Baltimore, and Prestige Worldwide had Pittsburgh. Yeah, I want to. I'm going to. Well, Prestige Worldwide's out. I think. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to. Prestige are out, and you know, maybe we'll just say this, and we don't have to. We don't have to shit on Prestige. Maybe if T.J. Watt never gets hurt, they do it. But uh, could be different for, for been. this conversation. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> you go. Pops, He's gonna get back I think. In the next uh, oh, I'm, yeah. He'll have his moment. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, let's look. So as of right now, the the Ravens lead it at four and three, but the Bengals are also four or three, four and three. So I mean, it's basically tied that the the Ravens win because they got to they got to win off Justin Tucker being the best kicker in football. Uh, so pops, do you feel confident? Like if you had to pick it right now, would you put money on Baltimore again or? You know, yes, yes, I think I would. I'm I'm going to go ahead and stick with Baltimore. I do. I think. Cincinnati sure looked good last week. Um, no question about that. And and I do think they have a lot of talent. And, and it, I think it's between those two for sure. I mean, I, the duh, I guess that's not rocket science to I say mean, that. I mean, there is. Cleveland's going to get, whether you like them or not, you're, well, most lot don't. But Cleveland is going to get an all-pro quarterback at some point. But I don't think you can, can – it's but it's a two horse race. Right. I, I just think I like the coach at Baltimore uh, uh, really well. Uh, I like I, I think you know I, I think Lamar is going to figure out more. I think you know he he started out red hot and then he he's slowed down a little bit. But I think I think him and Harbaugh and and that offense they're they're gonna they're gonna figure that out and and they get Bateman back and. And uh, now, what's what's the deal with Dobbins, uh, Tony? You kind of keep up with him. What what's what's wrong with Dobbins? He had another surgery uh, to um, 
the Texan flew it off. This was an arthroscopic. It wasn't yeah. a full blown okay. one, right? So he's now, coming four back. To six weeks. Four He'll, to six weeks. But Gus oh, four to six is, weeks. But Gus looked all right, right? Yeah, the Gus bus is back and um, completely changed their game plan when he was back. He looked really good. Um, so. I mean, also, that the the tight end that plays there uh, might be the best tight end in the league might right be. now. Uh, he, he, it's arguable. It is arguable. Yeah. Well, on tight end day, he didn't have a big day. Apparently, no. Sunday was tight end no. day, and I think only three tight ends caught touchdowns on National Tight End Day. Um, but well, Mark Andrews is a very very he's good. Really tight end. good. Well, Kev, are you going to stick with Cincy? So. That's what I was curious to see if, if Pops is going to – because since he did have a little rough go to start the year, but the past two weeks it looks like they got back to their bread and butter, which is Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase with some deep shots. Higgins is still a really good receiver. Last week we got Tyler Boyd playing big in the slot. They have a tight end, Hayden Hurst, playing well too. Yeah. Still working on the run game. And yet again, I'm trying to – I was that's what actually I was trying to pull up the, the stat for it, and I might find it in a minute, but – their defense is doing the same thing it did last year where I, I forgot his name already, but their defensive coordinator is the name we should know, but we don't. In the second half, they do not allow touchdowns. They just don't do it because they make great adjustments. And I think I think I'm sticking with I said I'm Cincy. I'm sticking with Cincy, Tony. Where are you at? So I'm staying with the Ravens, uh, because I think their defense is getting better and it was really bad the first couple of weeks because of some injuries yeah. they had in the backfield. But I, I do want to say this of all the races and all the divisions in the NFL, I am most excited to watch Baltimore and Cincinnati go head to head down the stretch. I think in every other division uh, you can look at and say, I don't know. Now NFC East could get interesting, but I, I, I think we'll see the Philly pull away. But, man, Baltimore and Cincinnati, it could go down to the last game of the season. And I, I really think this is going to be fun to watch. I do, too. I'm with you on that. So, um, looking at it, in the last 16 third quarters, <laughs> the Bengals' defense has allowed 0 0 0 3 0 0 They know what they're doing with adjustments. I, that coach, I think, should be getting some – I still don't have his name pulled up, but he's doing, obviously he's doing something well there. And it feels like to me, similar to last year, Joe Burrow said that uh, he wasn't good early on the year because he has, he, he kind of go, and it's hard to describe it, but he just kind of goes on vision and feel. And he said he was, it was rough early in the year because he was coming off. Was it a, oh, was his, it was ACL, ACL surgery. So he didn't play the whole preseason. And then this past year, what was his surgery he did? He had a App, appendectomy. Appendectomy, yeah, yeah. so he missed the whole preseason. So it makes sense that the first three-ish weeks, he was kind of – he just didn't have that feel for it. Plus, they had a whole new offensive line. And I'm just saying the last two weeks, that offense looked – you were like, oh, that's that offense that was scaring people in the playoffs. And I'm a Cincinnati yeah. guy. I'm a Lamar Jackson guy, and I kind of think – I think before the year, I predicted Lamar to win MVP. And that didn't look great right here. But, um, yeah, I think since he – I think since he – Still gets that division. And that one is – I'm with Tony, though. Cincy Baltimore kind of gives me that – because that last Sunday night game they played was really fun. Yeah. And I think they give me the same vibes that Baltimore-Pittsburgh used to give me on those AFC North Sunday night yeah. football games yeah. where it's yeah. just the, – the teams don't – they respect each other, but they don't really like each other. And it's just good football. Yeah. I, 
I bet you we're going to get to see a lot of them on Sunday nights and when they start flexing games. <laughs> yep, yep. And and for the time and for the future moving forward, because it's Joe Burrow and Lamar, I think they're going to both be at those teams for, yeah, for the for for foreseeable future. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, let's go to the one uh, – let's go to the AFC South where we had – this is where there was one of our most shocking teams. Lift had Indy. Hold Kevin on, had hold, Jacksonville. Kevin, Kevin hold, hold on a sec. You said AFC South. I'm I'm feeling queasy. I'm I might get sick here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. Oh. LJ had oh, Indy. A, Tony had yeah, Indy. Prestige Worldwide, and I believe his quote to Tony, because he wasn't on the podcast that day, but he gave a little like one line for each one. He was like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but don't overthink it. Tennessee. Tennessee. And Tennessee, I still don't think Tennessee is that good, but damn it, they're just Vrabel's well-coached team. They know what they do, and they do it. And yeah. they're sitting atop the standings on that one. Let's see. Yep. Do I have it pulled up? They are at four and two. Yeah. And the Colts are three, three, and one. So they're not far behind them. Uh, we'll start with you, Pops. Um, Tony's feeling a little queasy. So let's go with you first. Well, you let me skip me. <laughs> y'all told me something that I guess, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't know. Uh, Matt Ryan's just, he's not benched for the season or anything, right? Is he hurt? Yes. What's, what's up with that? No, he's out. Big <clears throat> Foles is now number two. They made it clear that they like at first it was it was actually interesting. So at first it was like Matt Ryan's a little banged up, Ellinger starter, and I think like someone pressed him on like, oh okay, so he's two. They're like, well, no, he's hurt, but Ellinger's a starter for the time being. Nick Foles is two, Matt Ryan is three. So they they wow. made it clear that he's moved down the depth chart. See, and I just thought today, there was man, I thought there was an argument as of Wednesday night. I think back. he came out and said he was shocked and stunned at the benching. I mean, you got the both running backs back, you know. Anyway, so but I, Tennessee, yeah, it's kind of boring, whatever. But I, I mean, if I could switch now, I would. I would switch to Tennessee. I think they're going to boringly uh, lunch lunchbox work boots win that division. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. What if What if I gave you Tony? What if I gave you some some like decent odds? I don't know. I don't have them pulled up. But like, if there were good odds for the Colts, do you see them? Getting back in there, or you're like, nah. And that's why I don't. I don't think this is going to be as interesting division. They could, um, because Ellinger com- could come in and and light a spark and be that difference maker and make some throws that Ryan couldn't get on the edges that Ryan couldn't and go forward. Now, and then they'll say this: uh, Ryan Tannehill is probably out this week and maybe a couple weeks with an injury, and so we we may see Willis. For the, that. We may see Willis for the first time, and. Um, but it all revolves around Derrick Henry, you know, and so Tennessee is lunchboxing it all the way, and and because yeah. you know uh, Traylon Burks probably is out <clears throat> back in about three or four weeks, I think, um, to give them a little firepower on the outside. But it's a really boring offense. So here, if I could give you some odds, Tony, Titans minus one forty. Colts plus two twenty five, Jaguars plus three fifty, Texans plus twenty five hundred to win the South. Would, to win the South, I'd probably put ten dollars on the Colts because, dude, they're yeah. only a game back. Um, well, and this is kind of what Frank Reich does. I think he's a good coach, not a great coach, and they do this to where you're like, oh, I don't know about him, but then all of a sudden they start winning down the stretch, and they don't have this year. They don't have a Carson Wentz like they did last year to blow the final two games of the year. That basically they had the playoffs locked up, and Carson it's, Wentz lost to the Jags in the final week of the year. They're gonna have a damn uh, not Texas. That I had money on it. They're gonna have a damn Texas Longhorn behind the center. Well, what's, well I can't tell you. 
Speaking from of conversation yeah. with Texas Longhorns, they they are very excited about it. Sam Ellinger is an exciting quarterback. He was fun in college. He could he gives me a, a very a Taylor Heineke feel. Not always great, but it's fun. It's fun. Heineke's fun to watch. I like him. Like yes, he is. The, yeah. the Washington Commanders are a better team with Taylor Heineke than they are Carson Wentz. I, I mean, I, we'll get there. We'll get there. But, but that was the best best move all season. Paul, yeah. what were you going to say? I well, I just yeah, say, yeah. speaking of uh, Jacksonville, I think there was some, one of us picked them to win this Man, division. I was just uh-huh. kind of curious how that how that person. Uh-huh. Well, uh, uh, so being, after being what was the it? Was it the ombudsman, I'm wondering how the ombudsman feels about that yeah. pick. So before yeah. they played Philadelphia, which I think was week four, maybe um, I felt great. I, I bet felt you did. Fantastic. <laughs> I think I even uh, took a little victory lap on the podcast because yeah. Pops was taking them as a money line dog against Philadelphia, or maybe just to cover, maybe just to cover. But you took them, and I was like, well, somebody took them for the division. That guy's real smart. Who, who did that? What? Doesn't seem as smart right now. I don't know what happened. I still think they're a good team, which is the weirdest thing. I actually like them a lot. At plus 350, I'd probably, like Tony said, with the Colts, I'd probably sprinkle $10 on it. That's the um, easiest division, yeah. Got a shot. Uh, but, no, I, I think uh, on this one, Prestige Worldwide had it right. I mean, just yeah. don't yeah. overthink it. The Titans are as good, if not better, roster-wise, and they're just well-coached. And we talked about it last week. Bill Belichick says it. More teams lose games than win games in the NFL, and the Titans just don't lose it. So, good on them. Let's go over well, did, now. Did Tony go ahead and go with Tennessee too? You know he took Indy. No, I'm taste, I'm staying with Indy. You staying I'm, with Indy? Okay, plus two fifty. Yeah, two twenty five. If we're right, if we're writing down, I'll go Titans. I'm with Prestige. Let's, let's not. I'm about to overthink. Don't overthink it. it. Time. <laughs> I was going to overthink, overthink it a second time. Don't All right, it. let's go to the AFC West, <laughs> the best division. in Oh, wait, no. It's not in the best division of football like we all said it would be. We said the Western divisions would just be a gauntlet. Um, yeah, there's another great state. Let's see. What do we have that written down? We had, since Uncle Tony said, yeah. oh, well. <laughs> I think okay. that's a, I think we gave that Speaking of great here. mistakes, I'll start off. If we're going great yeah. mistakes, I'll start off on this division. I picked Denver to not only win this division but be the AFC champions. That may still happen, but it doesn't look like it. And then we had Lift, LJ, Tony, all going Chargers and Prestige Worldwide. Now, I don't know what his one sentence was that, here. It might have just been Hail Chiefs or whatever they say. But he went in Kansas City. I, and, and that was yeah, unbiased. No surprise there. but um, And Kansas City leads the division right now. Uh, Pops, where, where are you I'm at? going with Kansas City now. I mean, Kansas City don't looks even good. Think about it. Well, I think, I think they are the – Clear second best team in the NFL uh, uh, to, to 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 Buffalo, and uh, and I wouldn't be that shocked. To me, the winner of them two, the winner of them two probably win the Super Bowl. To yeah, me, I think so. And the winner of that game is probably the home team. Problem. I mean, yeah. and right now Buffalo has the upper hand because they beat Kansas City. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going, that, I'm I'm switching over to KC in that one if Tony? I can. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I this this is our chance to – we're clearing everything up for the people. We're, we're getting it all right. From here on out, we'll obviously be dead right. I I am probably going to move over to Kansas City, and it, it's because of the injuries that the Chargers have have faced. Keenan Allen's been out. Now Mike Williams is going to be out. They've lost some linemen. They and lost Mike their, Williams got – what was it? Did, did you read – or you probably know, was it a high ankle? High is that ankle, what they're saying? A, a high ankle sprain. 
that which is one of the really the worst on ones. Who got like that? Who had the high ankle sprain? Mm. Which I'm feeling good so about that, my uh, that, Mike Pittman go ahead. on that. That's good. We're gonna be all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and the, even worse in this division, J.C. Jackson is out for the year. Their cornerback, and so it's gonna be really tough for them to stand up because they ain't got a. They don't have anybody to cover Devontae Adams. They don't. <laughs> they don't have anybody to cover. Whoever's the hot hand, Juju or Marquez Valdez Scantling or Miko Harding, they're just it's just gonna be tough for them to survive without that number one corner. Hmm. Well, the hot hand is not it's not gonna be Miko Hardman, I don't think. It might be those well, first two, but it won't uh, be Miko. So I do want to go back. So that the reason I'm I'm jumping with y'all on the Chiefs, and it's because one, just Patrick Mahomes. I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes, he already has a lead on the other two, and it's and he's awesome. And Andy Reid. Two it kind of felt like they, in the second, maybe the last three quarters, but really that second half, they found their offense. Yeah, They found, now they have Kelsey still doing what Kelsey does. He wasn't crazy, but he was fine. And then Hardman kind of gets him the horizontal stuff with those jet sweeps and everything, and bubbles. He's got that covered. Valdez Scanling finally looked like the guy we thought he might could be, which is just to break the top off. They don't have a tire kill, but they have a guy now, they have different guys that can all do that thing. And then Juju, Juju looked pretty was, good. <laughs> he, he looked like the guy in the middle who's he, he catches over the middle, he breaks some tackles, gets a little bit of yak. They got to figure out their run game still, but mm-hmm. that looked like, and honestly, and this was one game, so we don't know what it's going to look like the rest of the year. But if they can, if that was something they really found something, that's better than just a oh, Tyreek Hill because now they have that option on the field at all times. They have the MVS for the deep shot. They have Juju over the middle. They have. Uh, Hardman, who's still going to run, he's basically in motion all game, and you're got to keep an eye on him because I don't. Hardman is never going to be the Tyreek Hill that we kind of thought he could be when he got drafted, but he's dangerous. He is dangerous, and that that offense is scary. Yeah, and I still like Pacheco. Yeah, I the the Chiefs have got to go get him a a rusher because it came out yesterday. Frank Clark has been suspended for two games for the personal for uh, personal. Uh, conduct policy uh okay i don't know exactly what the incident was but he's suspended for two games so he'll be out luckily for the chiefs their next two games after the bye are the titans and the jags so they should still be okay uh but uh not big powerhouses there and um but they've got to find uh some defense uh some type of pressure because their their secondary can can bend but not break but they got to find somebody to get pressure on the quarterback so tony is there any switch in you right now, top team in the AFC, or your favorite? No, Bills. Bills. Chiefs. Bills. Still Pops, you the same? Yeah, oh, yeah, Bill. It's Bills and KC, and I, but I think yeah, Bills have the edge. Bills yeah. still. I think so, too. I think Chiefs show me something offensively that makes me think they might can get there, but it's it's what Tony just said. The the Bills still have a Stephon Diggs that the Chiefs have no idea what to do with. Yeah. yeah. And, and they and, just can't stop him. Yeah, and next week when we are talking after the trade deadline, if Kareem Hunt is wearing the white, blue, and red of the Buffalo Bills, I think there's no doubt. Yeah. Boy, that would be impressive. Yeah. That would be. All right. So that wraps it. I do want to – are the Chargers even still – I think when we when we discussed this before, because I see so many LACs on the list, we thought they were probably Super Bowl contenders at the time. Is that now – are you crossing that off, Tony? Are they no longer N- – No. Uh, if they okay, get okay. healthy, 
I think they've got an opportunity to 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 uh, win. You know, if they're healthy the last three games of the season, they make the playoffs and can be that team like Cincinnati. They can make a run and come out of the wild card position and, and make it to the Super Bowl because uh, they've got the firepower to do it. And if all three wide receivers are healthy, both running backs, if Eckler and Sony Michelle are healthy, and they they find a way to cover that corner, uh, that they can make noise. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no because they got a bad coach. I just I just don't think that I I don't think he I don't think he is. That's good. That's a good I, point. I I don't like their coach. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I don't dislike him, but I just think he makes some some poor choices, and so I think that's their. And I've been, dang, I've been the, like I've tried to ride the Staley train as long as possible, and I'm I'm not fully out, but I'm I'm slowly getting rid of stock. Mm, I think I'm, I'm out. Slowly rid of <laughs> yeah. stock. I, y'all sold the stock. Your stock's been sold for a little while. I'm slowly starting to diverse my uh, plan a little bit. Let's move over to the National Football Conference, and we'll start with um, the NFC Beast. Who would have thought they would have so many great teams in this division? No one picked the Giants, although they're number two in it. But let's go. Lip had Dallas. Kevin had Philly. LJ had Dallas. Tony had Dallas. Prestige Worldwide had Philly. Uh, Pops, you, you like your pick? You're changing your pick? What are you doing? You know, I, I, I'm going to stick with my pick, and I, I, okay. I, I really am, and and I, I think I just don't. I think Philly's playing their best ball right now, and you really want to be playing your best ball in December, and and they might can push it through, but I just don't know. I think they're gonna they're gonna have they're not going to finish the season undefeated. Although I do, they got an easy schedule. I know they do. Um, but I just think they're going to have a, a little turmoil there. And I think, you know, Dallas has what the second easiest schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I, I'm going to, by hair, I'm going to stick with, with Dallas. Does it influence your decision? I don't know if you saw this as of Wednesday night, right before we start recording, the Eagles traded for Robert Quinn, the defensive end who was at the bears for a fourth round pick. So they're going all in. I think we all knew they were going to, does that change anything? Or you're still the same. Well, I didn't know that, but I'm still going to stick with it. Uh, I just, I, as we talked before, I love that Dallas defense. I love watching Micah Parsons play, and if if and I think we've got a decent offense at Dallas, so I'm, I'm going to stick with them. Uh, I agree, and I was I was actually I know a lot of people weren't because people are ready for Dak to come straight back and go nuts. Dak had a better game than Cooper Rush has had his entire career, and it was a very mediocre game looking at it because you just expect more from him. The run game still looked good. Defense looked good. Zeke, did you see, though, Pops? I've read today that Zeke now is questionable against Chicago this week with a knee sprain. Right. And does, I, doesn't that make us better? <laughs> well, maybe, except for, though, except for the last two weeks. I remember I was telling, I was talking in text I have where I'm like, Zeke kind of has a little pop to him. He, he better because he was going to be Zeke, sitting on the bench. Right, I mean, well, and so that's why I thought we had a shot because we had not only had a, a two down, a two different running backs, but Zeke looked like Zeke, and Pollard was the explosive Pollard. I thought we really had a shot. We'll see what happens. I do think Pollard gives that offense more pop, than and Zeke, Zeke will be back. Right, this isn't a, a long term. I don't. think. Well, it, the problem is, it's it's a very similar injury to what he had last year, where he could play through every single week, but he never gets freaking healthy. Mm, yeah. I thought we had healthy Zeke against Philadelphia, and we lost that game. But Zeke had a little juice that I haven't seen from him in probably two or three years. Tony, I, I saw your mouth start to move. What what you got? 
I believe Zeke is officially out this week. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Which is smart because I think it's smart, yeah. They've got to buy the next week. But it's my understanding that if I read the news correctly, he has now been ruled out for week eight. I well, I, I think l- last year we legit asked for them to do that same thing. I think he had a MCL sprain and that we were like, they should probably just hold him out and then give him two straight weeks. And we played him. And so he wasn't healthy going back and he was just not healthy the rest of the year. Tony, where do you stand on this division? We had you with uh, Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, as yeah. well. So, Eagles have the easier schedule. They're leading. Do you switch or? No, you know, I'm going to stay with the Cowboys. And here's why. I, I think I was just looking at the Eagles schedule. I, I, I will predict that they will go two and three in their last five games and finish 12 and four. I think the Cowboys will probably also finish 12 and four. And it depends on how the Cowboys mistreat the Eagles in Dallas to who wins the, who wins the, the, the division. So that's my, that's my bold prediction. So I'm staying with the Cowboys. Well, y'all are going to give you some interesting uh, odds here. I'm reading right now, Eagles minus 400, Dallas plus 500. No kidding, really? Giants plus 900. Plus 500, it seems like it might be worth putting a little money on. Um, yeah. For the division? And it, for it the varies, division. Yeah, for the division. And it varies a little bit. I'm seeing plus 500 on one book, plus 470 on another, plus 450, plus 450. One book has them at plus five hundred, so it's not most of them. But still, plus four fifty is pretty, pretty high as well. Well, interesting. Uh, I'm not telling you to do anything with money. I now, just was throwing I, that so out there. Uh, and no been, one has the Giants. No one's even thought about the Giants. No, I the no. Giants. I think they are, as you said, they've set a record with the number of single score wins in the first seven weeks, and they are one injury away from being. Uh, going two and five in the second half. Now, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to discount how well they're playing. Uh, I, I think they've done a great job and they have reversed the ship. And it's good to see the Giants be better. But they're they're the one to me that have the best opportunity for a for a flip. Oddly, it's kind of the same way I talk about the Giants is the same as how I was talking about Cooper Rush. Like I want to, can I please just give credit to how happy and proud I am of how they're doing? But I know that's not sustainable. It's just not. The Giants aren't going to go six and one in the next seven. But but in the same boat, I'm, I'm giving a lot of credit to Dayball's made chicken salad out of chicken shit this year, and and, and I think he's as an NFC East fan. I'm nervous because I think I think Big Blue has a coach, and I yeah. I'm worried about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not good for a Cowboy fan. I I want to ask you guys. So if if you if you were able to say Dallas is five and two. Where would you say they were in the NFC East? If you didn't, I would have said they're. Oh, at well, the top, I would say is where I would well, say. Well, I say that, but I, I in the same pod where I, uh, I had a bold prediction with Jacksonville that was uh, obviously terrible. Um, I think I said Philly might have the best record in the NFC at the end of the year, and then okay. losing that first playoff game. Okay. Because I just don't think Jalen Hurts is a playoff quarterback. I think okay. he's just okay. It, so I might still win that feeling. But five and if you would have told me after week one, Dallas will be after after we learned the offense <laughs> looked inept for three quarters and then Dak was out for four to six weeks with a broken thumb, 
I would have told you that. I, I think I literally said Dallas' season is over. It's done. <laughs> yeah, I think so, you did. Yeah. I mean, I'm and I shocked. agreed with you. <laughs> yeah. Their strengths of schedules are not that tough, but I, I'm just saying it's amazing that the NFC East is six and oh, six and one, five and two, and three and four. And and the commanders just beat the Packers. I, I, you yeah. know, what's up with that? The um and beat the them. Cowboys just traded the Cowboys traded a pick to go get at and it's not a big name. They got a defensive tackle try to shore up a little running and basically just a huge a big body to put in the middle. I if I'm Dallas, I'm thinking about trade if someone comes available that can really change their future for this year, I might with trade draft stock just because I'm I don't think they're Super Bowl a team. The defense is Super Bowl. That's a Super Bowl defense they have. You already you paid Dak what you paid him. Now's the time to go for it because they're about to have to pay CD Lamb a bunch of money. If they had, I, I'm surprised they went and got a D line. They need an O line. The thing about it this time they traded year, like a six round pick, so it wasn't like they traded. Yeah, the thing cap. about this year, nobody's trading offensive linemen, and that's really what they need. Odell Beckham may be in camp in three weeks, but it not going to do us any good if Dak can't stand up right and throw. Yeah. Let's go to what do we got next? Hold on, let me pull up our list here. The NFC North. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got Liffin Kev with Minnesota, LJ with Green Bay, Tony with Minnesota. So all three of us are on Minnesota, and Prestige were a while with Green Bay. As as we all know, at the moment, Minnesota leads that division to five and one. It's not the strongest five and one ever, but. <laughs> It is five and one. It's five and one. And the Packers look like crap. I mean, they look bad. Um, I think we're probably all sticking with Minnesota, right? Is that? Oh yeah, I'm sticking oh, with Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. then let's just talk. Let's just talk Packers. Then is this reversible? And I don't know. Where do you stand with the Packers, Tone? I don't. You know, I. I don't know. It, it it just looks like to me Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like a guy who cares, who gives a shit whether he wins or not. I I, I you know, and I, I don't want to get emotional about it. You look at football and you've got to be, you know, where are their strengths, where are their weaknesses. But right now, I don't I don't see a leader on that team. They don't have a guy that can give the ball and say just take care of it, uh, unless it's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has beat back the the specter that was AJ Dillon, and Aaron Jones is. It, it, runs that backfield, but they're not that good. Their defense is not that good. They're just not that good right now. And I don't see how they bounce back from it. There's nobody that's that shines at man, like a Micah Parsons or a, or a, a Frank Clark or a, 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 a Bosa pick one. They don't have that person to go out there and say, yeah, let's lead. Let's see what they're going to, because Aaron Rodgers is not that anymore. Yeah, I think that's that's where they've fallen into a problem where and it's kind of interesting. So Devonta Adams left Green Bay and did he leave Green Bay for money? Did he leave Green Bay because him and Derek Carr are boys, or was it maybe Derek or Aaron Rodgers kind of not fun to play with? Like I don't like playing with that guy. I think there's a combination of all of it. And it's been long said on this podcast, especially from you two, Aaron Rodgers just kind of seems like an asshole. Hat. And I think ass that hat. ass hat, sorry, yeah, ass hat. <laughs> I just think you need a leader that the 
the players need to like the leader a little bit. I, I think everyone respects Aaron Rodgers. Is, yeah, talent-wise, he's up there. He just doesn't bring the leadership to you. And I think he also thinks he's just better and smarter than everybody he's around. I mean, Pop says, do you think they turned it around, I guess, was the first question. And then do you want to rip on Aaron Rodgers? Because I know you don't. Oh, I, I don't, you know, I'm getting to where I don't care, you know, about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is, is where I'm getting, but, and, and I know I say this a lot, but he, he's got those young receivers out there and, and, and I'm, I'm just going to say it, his body language to, to those receivers when they don't, uh, you know, make the, the, the catch or whatever, that's just not how you, how you mentor someone along. That's just not how you do it. That's not what leaders do and and I think Tony kind of hit the nail on the head. I don't think there is a you know is Bakhtiari you know is Bakhtiari enough to somebody's got to step up and 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 probably Rogers has it in him. I mean, my God, he's a talented talented guy. There is no question about that. As talented as anybody I've seen play the position. Um, but but and I don't know that you have to like your leader, but you've got to respect your leader. And I just. It's hard to respect a guy that just looks like – so, no, I, I don't know. I don't – I think they've got some talent because I like Aaron Jones. And, and I actually like A.J. Dillon. I like the combination of those two. And if one of those receivers can maybe step up and, and become uh, electric, you know, over the last part of the season. But I don't see that happening. So, I, I think I think Green Bay is probably out of it. I really do. You got you got strong head nods by both of us on the point where you said the uh, don't have to like him but respect him. I think that that was the yeah. point that yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, the defense is still talented though, and Tony mentioned the trade deadline coming up. Supposedly, Chase Claypool is a guy that they've circled at Green Bay that they might trade for. It just it wouldn't shock me if they get right back in the thick of things because Aaron Rodgers, as much as you we may not like him, he's that good. Wouldn't shock good. me either, Kevin. I'm with you, um, but I'm a- I'm with y'all. I'm I'm not moving off Minnesota, even though I think Minnesota is going to come back down to earth a little. I think the defense probably gets better. Minnesota is. I'm sorry, mo- sorry, mom. Minnesota is probably going to get to like a NFC divisional rider or. NFC Championship and blow it because I just don't trust Kirk Cousins. So they're going to tease you with they might be good enough to do it, and I just don't think they do it. Tony, what's your hands up for over there? I called Minnesota Super Bowl. Mm. Well, that would be the ultimate. Yeah, that'd be ultimate letdown. They I, get all I, the Super Bowl. I and- like them coming out of the NFC because there's it's a a cluster over there. But yeah, you, you know, here, here's the reality of it: Minnesota's coming out of their bye uh, at at five and one. Uh, Green Bay is three and four, and so and going to Buffalo <laughs> and going to Buffalo, and I think I'm struggling. At Minnesota may be my favorite of the week. So Minnesota gets the Cardinals coming coming to Minnesota after a bye. Man, that's that's awful tough. Uh, so they sh- they are probably six and one, and and uh, Green Bay is th- three and five. Dude, that's going to be tough to overcome. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Minnesota yeah, can play five hundred the rest of the way, and dude, they can't catch him. So, yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, let's go over to the division, the other division we thought would be awesome, and uh, like we all predicted. Let me. I'm looking at. We all said <laughs> Seattle would be leading the NFC. What? Oh, oh wait, no. 
Okay. We all said for the majority said Rams will win the NFC West. <laughs> Everybody picked Rams to win this division. I picked San Francisco. Except, right now the Rams the Rams lead this division at three and three. San Francisco is behind because they played more games at three and four. Uh I mean, neither one of these the Rams or the Four Niners coming off a of shellacking from the Chiefs and the Rams have not looked good through uh six weeks. What do, what do you think, Pops? I, I'm uh, changing mine. Are I'm you going moving to Seahawks? I'm going. going? No, I'm I'm going with San Francisco. I I like I like that Christian McCaffrey uh, pickup. I, I mean, my God, you've got Debo Samuel, you've got George Kittle, you've got Christian McCaffrey. I mean, can, defenses have too, to be scared it? to death. And and oh, by the way, you may have as good a defense as there is in the league. Uh, on the other side of the ball at San Francisco, so yeah, I understand they're three and four, but I'm uh, uh and and I do think the Rams are going to straighten the ship up a little bit, but I'm I'm moving over to San Francisco in that. Division. What um was was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just born with a four leaf clover in his butthole? Like what's going on there? He, that man, not only was he drafted the Patriots, got a Super Bowl there. And then he got traded to the Niners where they've just paid him all guaranteed money before they really have seen much. And then all they've done is just put amazing rosters around him nonstop. Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and we'll go ahead and say it. He's a, he's a good-looking guy, too. He's a good-looking guy, looking whatever. Man. I mean, come like, on. I don't, know what, I don't know what you're doing in life, Jimmy G, but it's working. Karma's working out so far, so just keep it up. He seems like a decent guy, too. He's yeah, likable he cool. enough. Yeah, apparently, all on. the teammates love him. Yeah. And then he got his, his job taken, and Trey Lance – I hope it gets better, but Trey Lance gets hurt and he's right back in the starting lineup. I mean, the guy, I don't know what it is. He's got a gold boot up his butt. Uh, Tony, what do you, what do you think about, about that division and maybe the 49ers? Can I tell you after the game this Sunday uh, between the Rams and the 49ers? They do play each other this week. Uh, and the 49ers kind of routed the Rams, but the Rams are coming off a of bye week. So coming off a of bye week, 49ers just got plastered. Um, I At think home? that. T- I am going to stay with the Rams, and here's why. I think the Rams are getting a little bit healthier. Van Jefferson's going to be back in a couple of weeks. They can forget about trying to target Allen Robinson. Stafford has had 12 days to rest his weary elbow. Their defense is still pretty good, um, and I, I think they can make it. But here's if San Francisco's defense gets healthy, and they have really been hurt on the defensive side of the ball. When the when the Rams defense gets I mean excuse me, 49ers defense gets healthy, very similar to what I said about the Chargers. If they get healthy in the last four ball games, they make a run and could and could be uh, a Super Bowl uh contender out of a wild card. But I think the Rams uh right the ship, hold it down, can beat Seattle. Um Seattle DK Metcalf, we're gonna see if he can come back this week or he's gonna be out two or three weeks. Can Geno Smith keep doing what he's doing? If he you know how is that going to happen? I think the Rams have the most, still have the most complete team in that in that division, and I'll stick with the Rams. I think so. I'm, I went to go look at the the, the schedules down the stretch, and the, both West divisions play each other. So these teams, whether we like the Chargers or not, I mean the Chargers are a good team. Whether we like the Raiders, their record's bad, but they're decent. Like both teams have a good, a tough schedule going down the stretch. Mm-hmm. 
My problem with the Rams is they have a running back problem. And it doesn't look like – so I don't – and we'll get into the McCaffrey trade now because we didn't get a chance to do this last week because it happened after we recorded. But the Rams have a, a running back problem. I don't see that getting fixed. And I don't know if Stafford's going to get healthy. He didn't get healthy over this this offseason. What makes me think he's going to get healthy now? So I think I go San Fran here. Pops, I want to ask you, what do you think? So the trade is good as far as McCaffrey's awesome, but you're trading for McCaffrey for the 49ers, and they gave up. So you probably, if you listen to this podcast, you probably heard the podcast in like hours before. I don't know when it came out, but not long after, we said there's no way McCaffrey's getting traded, and then McCaffrey gets traded. We To give us a little credit tone, we said if the Panthers want two first-round picks, it ain't happening. And that didn't so happen. So we, we were kind of right because the 49ers <laughs> gave up a second, third, and fourth, I believe, or right? yeah. maybe two-thirds. But um, personally, I didn't like the trade. Can I want to wear two hats. I, I was excited about it because I was like, he's fun. This is going to be awesome as a fan. But on my like, judge this as a, a GM trade, I thought it was a bad trade by them. Pops? You thought it was a bad trade by San Francisco? Yeah. Um, I don't because I just I just think what a weapon he is. He's kind of, you know, didn't he play he played college ball at Stanford? So, you know, he, he likes the the area. He's somewhat home. Um, I, th- I think he's just 26. Um, maybe he's passed – if he's passed his injury uh, issues. I mean, he's got – you know, he's got three – Super solid, four years left in him, and when you pair him with with Kittle and and who arguably may be the best receiver, one of the best skill position players in football, and Debo Samuel, um, I, I like it. I thought San Francisco pushed all their chips to the middle of the table, and I think you brought it up how you know they're often competing with the LA Rams, and I think the Rams were trying to get him, and had the Rams gotten him, I think that would have turned <clears throat> turned the uh, tide a little bit. So. Uh, I I liked the trade for San Francisco. I, I I really did. That's what makes him great. A little different. It's just so when Stafford became available, supposedly the Rams and 49ers were interested, and the Rams got him. And then OBJ got became available last year. The Rams and 49ers were interested, and the Rams got him. And then the Rams won a Super Bowl. So I think this 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 uh, last week. CMC becomes available. Guess who's guess who wants them? The Rams and 49ers. And the 49ers just decided, no, F that. We're not letting the Rams get another guy. Even we're just not helping them out. So that makes me appreciate a little more. But Tony, the Shanahan, old Shanahan and Young, which actually pops uh Christian McCaffrey <laughs> was a ball boy, I think, on on some of those. Uh, yeah, because his dad, dad played yeah. for Mike. Yeah. He's going to play with Uncle right now. But I I just don't I Kyle and Mike both have shown they can do this with anyone. Give them Elijah Mitchell, give them whoever, Jeff Wilson. They're they're solid. And then you just give all this draft capital and you're gonna pay a guy in the next couple of years. But Tony, it looked like you kinda liked the trade. You know, yeah, sorta. And here's why I say yeah, sorta. If if you're wanting to get more people in the stands, great trade because you're a five hundred team and Bring the boy, bring the the prodigal son home, and uh, all those kind of things. Yeah, great. But they don't need that. And like you said, 
the one position they can make work with just about they could have gotten Latavius Murray and done well. Um and, and so why not why isn't that uh DJ Moore? Why who they could have really they could use that. Why isn't that uh Bradley uh uh Chubb? Um, if he's available, buy. right? And yes, they're supposed to be shopping him. If it, you know, that's who I think they should go get. Now, when the Rams, it, it, they could, they certainly could have used him because he fits their system, I, and they need that. I, I don't know how much San Francisco, after looking at it, how much they really benefit. Now, McCaffrey's phenomenal. Don't get me wrong; <clears throat> he's going to make that offense a little better. He's going to be so fun. Like that's why, as a, as a fan, you can put yeah. the two sides together and go, "Yeah, that's awesome." <laughs> Is Jimmy, it smart? You the, know, the thing that concerned me is Jimmy Garoppolo is not the kind of quarterback that can make both Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel plus George Kittle be phenomenal. I he he's a game he's a game manager, and you got to get the ball to the. You got to be Patrick Mahomes. You got to be Justin Herbert. Tony, to you those guys you said positions. it in a nice way, but Jimmy. The problem is Jimmy Garoppolo is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, like he's not a bad quarterback. Get but, get the ball in those guys' hands. I mean, that's up to Kyle Shanahan to to coach that to 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 game plan that and and get yeah. the ball in those guys' hands and let them do the I work. Just, yeah, and that's why. I do think it's going to be awesome, and Shanahan's going to do some stuff, pops, and you make that. He's going to be he's going to be fun. I just think a really good pass rusher or a really good corner yeah. or something that, that's something they can't coach. Like Shanahan can coach up if you just run the right plays. Like Elijah Mitchell, who drafted what fourth round or whatever. If you just run my system, I'll make you look like you're a beast. And and he can't do that for a corner. He can't do that for a guard. He can't do that for a, a yeah. whatever. Man, I'm a good point. But but if you're it, and I, that's why I think I think it was half of he's just going to be fun a fun tool to play with. And the other half was I don't want the Rams to get him because like I think him and Sean McVay are the same way as we talked about those AFC North teams. They respect each other and they like each other. But fuck that guy. I want to beat him. <laughs> they want to beat each other. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Does that get us through divisions? Uh, what did, I mean, did we, we, did we, we skip the South? You we skipped skip the South, south and Tony Walker. Oh, had a hell of a call in oh. the South. I want to see if he's going to switch his. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Let's guy. go over. Let's go down yeah. South before we get done. Uh, Darn. I thought so we might skip that. No way I was going to let that happen, Tony. Limp at Tampa Bay. Kevin and LJ both went with Nala. And then uh, proceeds worldwide with Tampa Bay. I think he also said in this one, don't overthink it. And Tony did what some might would call overthinking it. <laughs> he went with the Carolina Panthers. So let me ask you this. Tony, where do you stand? <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Who, which of those teams is only one game out of first place? <laughs> the Carolina. So are the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> And guess who's tied? The one team nobody picked who's tied for the lead with a losing record is the Atlanta Falcons, who probably has worked, looked better than anybody else in the division. Well, go ahead sure. and pick them, Tony. Go ahead and pick them. I'm staying with the Panthers, man. I think they got <laughs> – Wait, come on, Tony. I'm staying with the Panthers. I think they got – here. here's what's – if DJ Moore stays in town. You don't believe town, that, Tony. I do. If DJ Moore stays in town. 
These guys are going to rally around and say, look, we're, we're just as good as any of these other motherfuckers. We can go and play with these people because they ain't got nobody else either. Tom Brady's got to figure out if he wants to still play or not. He's pining away for the woman that's going to get away. And I, I don't think he, you know, it's just what's going on up there. Now, I said last week that the Bucks are still one of the best teams, and, and we'll see. But if they implode, why not? They're a game out. Why not? Pops, so I'm going to put a check mark. You are affirming that you're staying with I'm the Carolina Panthers. with the Panthers. Wow. I'm affirming. Okay. Wow. Their defense is getting better. It's actually getting better. Ask the 49ers. You do realize the they just – They Debo they, Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers. Ask them who beat their ass last weekend. It was the Carolina Panthers defense. Hmm. Pops, did so you did you hear that? Because what I what I heard was a man trying to convince himself that his I think he's he thinks he's done good in the other divisions and he's just gonna yeah. th- toss this one in, you know, whatever. Well, I will say, Tony, if you depending on how confident you actually feel, you can find that. I bet you can put some money future, on that bad boy. Future odds right now yes. have them shockingly, shockingly, they don't listen to this podcast guest, uh, at the bottom. Plus 2,000 is what I'm seeing Tony, for the Panthers. Money. Money is going on the Panthers tonight <laughs> to, win that, to win the NFC South. Money. Pops, let's, let's go over to you. As I'm a tuba man. Big... Tuba. 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 I'm a Dante a Foreman. A, I'm a Dante he's Foreman. He's got a chump for tuba. Uh, <laughs> Pops, you went with Tampa. Are you sticking with Tampa? Uh, yeah, kind of by default because all the rest of the, I mean, Atlanta would be the only other one that's playing reasonably decent, I think. I mean, New Orleans, who knows what's going on there? Carolina, Tony, whatever. He's out of his mind. He lost his mind. (laughs) You're insane. Um, you know, so yeah, I'm sticking with Tampa Bay. Uh, I I, I do think they'll get it right. I think. Tom Terrific is going through some some personal things, but I mean they've still got talent. I mean I think Fournette can turn it around. They got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with Julio Jones, but uh, Gage. You know they they got they got they got a good defense. Uh, Maybe you know there was talk for a defense while they maybe had the best defense. Yeah, I know. So I think it's been weird, and I kind of like so. I do think there is an issue right now, pops with. Uh, and I know you're – I think you're a Todd Bowles fan, right? I, you know, I, I love what Todd Bowles said in the press conference two or three weeks ago when they were trying to get him – kind of bait him into some kind of race comment, and I, I loved the way he handled it. Um, as far as a fan, I like him. I like the guy. Yeah. I um, I do too. I think there's an issue right now with someone needs to really grab the leadership of that locker room because I right. think there's – there's they're pretty much half and half. They're young guys and they're guys that won that previous Super Bowl. And that same team didn't walk through that door. And so someone needs to go. And I think Todd Bowles is trying to do that because he at one point said this. I think he said, like, we got people living off that 2020 Super Bowl. But he doesn't need to say it to the media. I think he needs to get into that room and go, I don't care if your name's Tom Effin Brady. I don't care if you're Mike Evans. We aren't winning shit. We're bad. And we need to turn things around. And if, if that happens, I think that roster is there. I kind of go back to basically just repeat what Tony said last week about 
come the end of the year, I, Tom Brady's arm looks fine. I don't. There's there's things going on maybe in his in his personal life. I don't really want to get into all that, but the quarterback's fine. I think between Leonard Fournette and Rashawn White is that his name? I like him. Receivers are good. That defense still has all the guys on it that made him a good defense. I just think they're going through a rough patch, and then December rolls around and we're like, oh, look here, the Buccaneers are really good again, and they got a quarterback they believe in. R-E-L-A-X. Just relax. <laughs> they're going to be there at the end. But, to, Pops, have you thought about who when, – when the Panthers win that division, Tony, who's the quarterback? Is it yeah. – is it PJ Walker? Walker? Is yeah. it okay? Hell, if you can, you can quarterback the XFL, you can quarterback in the NFL. It's just a letter. <laughs> just a letter. That's all it is. Just a letter. <laughs> all right. Well, what are you doing, get... Ombudsman? What are you? You pick New Orleans. Are you sticking oh, with that? New Orleans? Yeah. No, I'm dropping. I'm yeah. dropping New Orleans like a bad habit. Are you going with Carolina? That did, did Tony convince no, I'm you? I'm going Tampa. Okay. <laughs> You could go with the other team that's only a game out, you know. No, I think that. <laughs> no, I mean, you could go with no. the team that's tied for the lead in the whole divi- the, the the division if you wanted to in the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I don't think Tampa's winning the Super Bowl by any stretch, but I think I think the um, I don't want to say this, this but I, I think the Cowboys get the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Huh. Hmm. I mean, so could Tampa Bay. I mean, I I don't know who's coming out of the. I, I'm not ready to make a pick out of the NFC. I'm really not. That's the Vikings horn going off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Tone. Um, I'm gonna put you on the spot. We're gonna get to our picks real quick. We're gonna right. blaze through them. All right, let's go with your favorite favorite. Minnesota minus three and a half at home, coming off the bye against the Cardinals. Cardinals had a big Where's win last week. What do we got? Minnesota minus three and a half? Love it. Yeah. All right. Pops, what you got? I got Las Vegas minus one and a half at New Orleans. They better Las win. They, they, they need to win. So they're they're uh, uh, minus one and a half at, at New Orleans. That's who I'm taking. All right. For my favorite, I am going to go with giving the Miami Dolphins minus three and a half at Detroit. I think Detroit is a dumpster fire. That's all you need to know. We're going to go through at the end. I'm going to give you prestigious picks because he's been, he went through an O last week. So I want to give you those all in a line. So maybe if you want to, if you want to bird cage and throw them in a parlay or tease or whatever you want to do, I just want to give you those together. So if you're writing things down, um, pops underdog, what you got? This is the dog to cover. Yeah. Dog to cover. Uh, dog to cover. Uh, Chicago's getting nine and a half. I know they're at Dallas, but that's – I mean, they, they got to have a little that. bit of momentum after the, the, the game, what, Monday night. Um, they're going to cover that nine. I mean, I think Dallas is going to win, but Chicago's going to cover that nine and a half. Da- Dallas don't beat anybody by ten points, ever, <laughs> ever. It just don't happen. It don't it happen. It don't happen. It don't happen. So, Ch- Chicago's my dog to cover. Uncle Tone, what you got? I'm going to take those New York Giants plus three and, a, and the kicker. Yeah, plus three at Seattle. Plus three. Do you? I don't think I, – I don't have the kicker. Do you have the kicker? Plus three and a half? Mm, I just got, no, uh, I just got plus three. Yeah. I'm okay, okay. Probably, I thought you were saying plus three. And. I'm going to buy a kicker when I put okay, money okay. on it. But, yeah, I, it's plus three what I'm looking at right now. Hopefully yeah, – it'd be great if it went to three and a half. But uh, I'm taking them at three. 
I am going to take the um oh that's just not smart. I'm just you know what? No, they're coming off a bye. No, yeah, just give me the um uh, I'm with Tony. Giants. I'm with Giants. I kind of like them to win outright too, but I'm gonna go with the Giants. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll go ahead and go with my uh dog to win outright. I feel like I'm kind of cheating because they're only plus one hundred, but the Rams. I think the the Rams beat the 49ers at home, even though there's probably gonna be more San Francisco fans there. Uh, they're coming off by like the Rams. Tony, I saw you give a look. Are we are we like simpatico right here? Oh uh, yeah. Should I I, I was Hey, I great was, minds think alike, and then me and yeah. you also think alike. Yeah, but unfortunately uh, <laughs> it's been a rough couple that, weeks yeah. for me. Maybe this maybe I should feel good about it and just stay with it. I uh because I, I will give a just well no, I'll wait for Lyft because there's someone Hold else. Hold on. Did y'all see the dog to cover? Green Bay is plus double digits to the yeah. Bills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, and nobody even picked it. Not, Not touching it. it. Not, Not touching, touching it. it. What's your money line dog, Liv? My money line dog is it kind of goes against my pick now that I think about it. But I'm th- Baltimore plus one at Tampa Bay. I, I just think Baltimore is fixing to. I think they're fixing to turn it around, and and they're getting a point. And I think they're going to win outright. I just think Baltimore is going to beat Tampa Bay. Well, look, so just for the people out there, his pick was season-long, division-wise. But, I mean, this hey. week, like we said, the NFL is a volatile hey. thing. So, I mean, hey, you've got to go with where you Hey, we're going to be talking next week about a four-way tie in the NFC South. Carolina <laughs> beats Atlanta. The, I bet uh, we don't lead the pot the with the I know, NFC South. I, know, I have a feeling we're not leading listen, the pot with the NFC South. I think, I think we're all, you know, at, at three and five, it's going to be a four-way tie. And y'all are going to be going like, well, maybe the Panthers aren't a bad bet. <laughs> Tony, do you have a do you have a money line dog? I'm gonna stay with the Rams, but, but I mean, you know, could it be I'm, the Panthers? I'll go with the Rams. No, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Rams. But I am probably, if I had to do another one, I'd probably take the Commanders plus three on the road at the Colts, and they may so, just show Sam Ellinger what it's like to play NFL quarterback for four quarters. I was taking a hiatus, but now knowing that me and Tony. Have the same the same dog to cover and money line dog. I mean, I might have to just sprinkle that into a money line. I don't know what. Just a little sprinkle here and there. What's a uh, prestige uh, worldwide got? So this is where our money needs to go. Yeah, this is the six one that's and one in with, two weeks. Just six and zero in two weeks. Let's see what, what what what's he wrote down. Let's see. We got favorite favorite. He's got the Titans minus yeah. two against the Texans. Good pick. He's got the Giants to win out, or that's the underdog to cover. He's got Giants to cover plus yeah. three. Feeling Good, great pick. Love that one. Well, y'all <laughs> all over that. Yeah, so it's got to be right. <laughs> and then money line, simple. He's just running it back. The New York teams have been treating him right. He's going Jets to win outright against the Patriots at home. Big, big game there. They're yeah. debuting the all black helmets. Yeah. It- I want you know. I saw that the 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 uh, give me the Patriots money the line. Patriots on that. minus two and a half at the Jets. Oh. After they don't know what quarterback. I was really surprised at that line. Really give surprised, it. and I the only thing I think of is because of Brees Hall. Give me the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. Uh, and Prestige has made me look bad two weeks in a row, so he's probably <laughs> right. But but give me the Patriots. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, fun stuff. Pops, we could. Uh, I, I want to get to a bougie problem, but I also I probably should have led this at the start of the pod. We are, guys. It's it's a tough time of the year, so I just want to make it clear if you don't already know, those fun size candy bars. <laughs> although it doesn't feel like it. If you eat 25 of them, like I might have done today, <laughs> that counts as like four big candy bars. It doesn't feel like it. But like I, I'm the key, I'm the best at like at a gas station. Doesn't matter how good that Butterfinger looks. I'm like, I don't need a whole candy bar. But you put a fun size bar in front of me, I will grab it every time. I yeah. cannot help it. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the, the devil in wrapper and it, and it tastes good. Yeah. I'm with you um, on that. Pop, let's get to a um, – oh, it did. I don't know if we double-checked on this, but it's full-blown chili season. There will be a chili cooked in my house this weekend, Pops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had chili cook-off at Little River this uh, this past week. Oh, so you're all into chili, yeah, chili season. Yeah, we didn't cook because we were watching we were watching Nala Bear, but uh, we uh, we certainly were around and, and, and tasted a lot of chili. Good chili. Well, I know. Me, me you, and Jared talked about chili season, <clears> and when it doesn't, doesn't start, it's, it's on now. It's, it's official. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard a good bougie problem in a while. Do do you have one? Well, so yeah, so my bougie problem this past week was for some unknown reason, <clears throat> at least unknown to me, uh, Directv uh, in my <laughs> neck of the woods does not get the Fox. Does not get Fox. There's some sort of like probably contract. I'm sure something. Fox wants more money for their signal or whatever, right? So, um, so I wanted to watch the San Francisco. Uh, what was it? San Francisco Kansas City game. Want yeah. to watch San Francisco well, Kansas City game? And you pay the money. You have the ticket, and, right? So and I got, got the, the NFL ticket. Zone. So I got the NFL ticket, right? So, so I can watch it. So I turn over the NFL ticket, and it's like, oh, this is blocked in your because it's owned in your area on a local channel. Well, no, I don't get the damn local channel because Fox has decided they don't. So you know, the only way that I could watch San Francisco KC was red zone. That's the only way I could watch any of the game. It was on the red zone. And I'm just telling you, I pay a pretty damn penny for uh, the NFL ticket. I pay a pretty damn penny for DirecTV. And I couldn't watch the game I wanted to watch. And it really, really kind of pissed me off. Liff. Yeah? You could have watched it like I watched it on Channel 702, the NFL Mix. Where they put yeah, four games up. I don't. I don't like the four games on at one time. I just. I can't do that. <laughs> just, no. Just disregard the other three. And just yeah. Watch yeah. No. I can't. No. I, I got a big ass TV. And I'm looking at a corner of it. Yeah. Exactly. And I've just now gotten used to the That's crawl. That's bougie problem. I've just now gotten used to the crawl across the bottom. I can. I can <laughs> quit oh, no, looking at the not, crawl. You're not upset about the crawl. I used to be. It used to be so distracting. I've learned to deal with that. I've learned to deal with the crawl. <laughs> But, you know, hell, the Red Zone channel, they'll put three or four games on at the same time. I'm like, I too damn much, too out, much. Yeah, Freaks yeah, just too much. Can't handle it. Can't do it. Can't See, do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't do it. Can't do uh, it. <laughs> I See, I was, I don't agree with you on the four screens because, like, I don't mind when they do that. But the crawl, you don't like the crawl. No, I really don't. And you want to know something else I don't like? I don't like uh, the Thursday night Amazon game because because I can't put it on every – I like to put football on every TV in my house. So if I walk to my bedroom, TV's on. I if I Jamie walk to too. the living room, TV, uh, football's on. If I walk to the kitchen, football's on. If I happen to walk outside, we have a TV on our back porch, football's on. Well, <laughs> 
I can't I can't do that with Amazon because I don't have enough bandwidth or something, I guess. There's another damn problem in my <laughs> Wi-Fi. I just, I don't know. Just, <laughs> anyway. Well, we hadn't had a bougie problem in a while, hey, and today and six, he came loaded. You and six million other people are having that problem with Amazon there, left. so oh, don't worry about it. Pissing me off. Yeah, Amazon's not doing too good, Tony. Is that what you're telling us before we started? They are down six million uh, viewers uh, for Thursday Night Football from the start of the season. Well, I mean, let's be clear. When I say Amazon's not doing that well, I think Jeff Bezos is doing fine. Okay, one less rocket trip next year. <laughs> right, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> you know, okay, fine. I, I got a boozy problem. Oh, oh, we get two? Yeah, I got a boozy let's problem. Hear. So I don't know if y'all have heard, but there's a lettuce shortage. Uh, oh, let us talk about this. Iceberg lettuce. There's a, <laughs> there's a lettuce shortage. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, so, did you hear him? Oh, man, I did. I just tried to ignore it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I ordered one of my favorite things to order from my favorite Mexican restaurant is a fajita taco salad. Now, salad would make you think there's lettuce in it, right? Yeah. Typically, yeah. Typically. So I order fajita, and this is why I order it. I order a fajita taco salad with chicken, no onions or green peppers. Right? That's how I order it. Extra guacamole. I've been ordering it like that way for, for many years from my same favorite Mexican restaurant. So we order it tonight and I open it up and it looks like that it's like halfway full. And I'm like, what? This is not my order. Okay, here's my chicken. Here's my guacamole. Uh, here's my sour cream. And it's like, there's like three pieces of lettuce in the whole taco salad. <laughs> I didn't order a fajita bowl. I ordered a fajita <laughs> taco salad. There was no lettuce in my taco salad. Now, I can appreciate there being a lettuce shortage them trying to spread as much lettuce around to all the people. I get it. But, you know, at least they could have said, I'm sorry, there's going to be a little bit short of lettuce because we got a lettuce shortage. I'd have been fine. I said, you know, no problem. I'm glad to help a brother out. But <laughs> not to tell me and then for me to have half a taco salad, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I bet you paid full price for it, didn't you? I did. I did. So there was no discount for three pieces of lettuce? No, there's no discount whatsoever. Well that let us talk about a discount. Let us I mean, talk about it. So anyway, that's, that a, that's a, a slight boost problem. I know that's cramper right lettuce. there. Yeah. You know, well, but I that's a bougie problem. So I know you didn't eat as well as you had hoped. I hope you're. Are you drinking well? What's I the, am. What's the drinking. Oh, okay. This is a new one. This is a new oh. one. And, and and so this is called. And you may have heard of this. It's called a caipirinha. <laughs> Wait, a what? Can you say that again? Caipirinha. It is C A I P I R I N H A. Caprina. And we, we may have heard of this one. Okay. But because the, there's Caprina bars on the West Coast. So I, this one is sort of for Tom Brady. And I know Tom sometimes listens to the podcast. And Tom, I know. He didn't add us yet, but I do Tom, think he listened I, last I, he, week. He's probably going to be short a little Brazilian treats for a while. And Whoa, so I, okay. I just wanted to bring this to Tom <laughs> because this may, you know, can just keep it. You know, keep it there. Keep it warm for you. So the caipirinha <laughs> is a relative of the daiquiri. This strong, sweet, sour drink calls for cachaca, a Brazilian take on rum that's distilled from fermented sugarcane juice. The caipirinha 
truly Brazil's national drink is a combination of lime juice, sugar, and cachaca. And cachaca, let me tell you guys, I've, I've tried it. It ain't anything like rum. If anything, it's a cross between mezcal and uh, tequila and rum. It's really interesting. It's a smoky drink. It, it's like a smoky daiquiri, but it's real simple. It's a teaspoon of sugar, uh, half a lime, cut up in quarters, muddled, and then two ounces of this cachaca over ice. Man, it's good. It's, it's tasty. It's sweet. It's sour. It's smoky. It's a really cool drink. You could drink several of these quickly. As a matter of fact, viewers can't see, but I made two tonight. So anyway, it was because uh, you can't double it in the glasses. So so I had to make two. So it's really it's really good. I like this drink. I like it. It's a Brazil. It's a Brazilian treat. The, the it's the national drink of Brazil. So mm. Tom, if you're feeling lonely, I get it. We've all been there sometime, bud. Come by. I'll fix you a caperina. We can talk. There you go. That's an open invitation. And there you go. He, I don't think he's going to have issue if you're coming on Sunday. <laughs> you can, you'll be able to pull up all the games that might be on a, a quad box or oh, something, yeah. but you'll he's, still pull them up. Every game we can scout whoever needs to scout. So, yep. It's all good. There, yeah. Not in my house. We ain't watching yo. four screens in my house. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> All right, we'll cross the cross trendy ridge off your list. All right, that will do it for us, guys. I will catch you next week. We'll be back with another pod. Peace. The day is here already. Turn the metronome on. Tony, what would you? I saw this on Facebook today. If you could see uh, only two people, or I didn't say people or groups, but in concert, you could only see two, anybody, living or dead, who would it be? Any two well, people. Prince. I, say, I feel like I know one for sure. And Prince was one of mine. Uh, I, I, I've seen him, and we've seen him together. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Green Day in concert. Good choice. I took Bob oh, Marley. Kind of sh- I did Bob Marley in Prince. Ooh, I, did. I, I think to see Bob Marley back in the day, to see Bob Marley would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably, you know, if, if I took it back, I, I'd probably put um, uh, Billy Joel instead of me. That's really good concert. <laughs> I love Billy Joel. Christy was talking about the Billy Joel, Elton John, and, and I mean, to me, Elton John is is the headliner of that one. I mean, Elton John to me is is a complete legend. Billy Joel's good. He's really, 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 really good. But yeah, no. damn it, we didn't get a. Someone spent a lot of money on Chuba Hubbard. I know. How much did you spend? Not that much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not that much. We'll get to. I think we spent around. Three something. Hey, you. Hey, after this podcast is complete, if you guys want to talk about trading, I, I, I'll, I'll make an offer for somebody. Well, I was about to. I think I'm about to go looking around at possible trades. So, y'all need yeah. some. Uh, y'all need some wide receiver hip. No, we need well, RBs. We need some running backs. We need running backs. We all got Raheem. Yeah. Raheem and, and and who else? We had Jeff Wilson. <laughs> 
and Christian yeah. McCaffrey just shit all over that. Yeah, that's true. Which is good yeah. for Kev- our league. Tom, which for me. we weren't actually pops. Um, I was going to keep Elijah Mitchell just because for the off, he comes back in two weeks and the off chance McCaffrey gets hurt in the next two weeks. Because, I mean, he has been injured prone. But, yeah, it's, but we didn't even have to worry about that problem because we didn't get you up, so it's fine. I wouldn't necessarily consider an off chance. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do want to talk that that trade a little bit because we didn't okay. get a chance to talk. That, Jump in, Pawpaw's about to lose it. If you if you got yeah. your sound system up, you better you better get on. On zero, we're clapping on zero. Tony, close your eyes. They are. <laughs> Three, two, one, zero. Before you die. All right.